Welcome to the Vexed Uncensored podcast hosted by me, Saint and Mo Vader. You'll be listening to us dive into taboo topics, celebrity news, discussing what's got us so vexed this week. Listen to us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your favourite podcasts. Now let's get into the show. Vexed Uncensored presents Saint Remastered. The album features 11 Dolby Restored tracks. Written from 2011 to 2021 by Saint. It boasts an R&B pop sound with multi-octave vocals. Listen everywhere now. Welcome back to Vex Uncensored with me, Mo Vader. And, and me, Saint. And we would like to welcome you to, what, this is season three, episode 12 or 13? 13, but I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's 13. 13. 12, 12 is, is in production. Yeah, yeah. Come on. That's, come on. And Not you know bad. What? It isn't. And I, I really hope listeners are, are taking the time to go and listen to season one. Like, See, I haven't, but the quality is bound to be terrible compared to now. Oh, yeah. It was in different continents. Um, loads of technical mistakes, editing mistakes. Do you know what? Benefit benefit of the doubt to us. Yeah. In terms of progression over the years, mm. you can see the body of work improving. Yeah. You can see where and how we've invested our small, small pennies into, sure. into, into this product and into the brand. You can when, see a journey there, can't you? You can see a journey yeah. if you go back and listen to earlier episodes for sure. Like, I'm even gonna, I'm gonna give a listen. I'm gonna give a listen yeah, to I some, like some of the older stuff because I'm sure. My God, do you remember when we was recording on the loop? Oh yeah, like two yeah. separate devices. Then oh my trying days. to bring them all together. And God forbid we spoke at the same time because then it was just like, <laughs> who knew it was like a lottery draw. A rabble. <laughs> yeah, it took sometimes seven hours. Yeah. I used to, do you know how many times I fell asleep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fell asleep and, oh my God, just going through it and pressing that snippet tool. I know, and just, it gets so monotonous and sticking in, you're just like, wow, it shouldn't be this hard. But, it's it's much better now. Yeah, it is, it is. We're (laughs) laughing, mate. We're laughing. Fucking laughing. So, right, this week, let's let's go in. Yeah, let's go in. Grabbing a random one. I didn't label the back of them, so... Okay, we're not sure if these are good or bad. Yeah, so uh, Lady Gaga, Lena Morgana. Rest in peace to Lena Morgana. Rest in peace to um, her. You did, you did, you know, you told... Well, you said that it's alleged or is it confirmed? It's alleged. It's so difficult it? because I'm just going to say, look, this is conspiracy at the end of the day. It's an entertainment podcast. However, mm-hmm. I'm just going to say it as it is, as the information pertains and... Yeah, we could say allegedly because there's no been there's been no official investigation or anything like that. Um, but there's so much evidence you cannot ignore. Yeah. You can't ignore it. Um, so the story is that let's talk about Lena firstly, first of all. So Italian girl, Staten Island, New York, beautiful if you see her, beautiful. Anyway, she was a recording artist, music artist, independent. One of those independent artists who are doing their music videos. They're putting the music out like they're doing it. And when you go and see Lena, she's the original Lady Gaga. Meaning the styling, the music tape. Better, better. 
her voice is f- f- was was phenomenal. Like you know when you hear, you're like, whoa, she's really good, really good. Um, so anyway, Lena had a manager, and the manager was building her team, and this is back in I want to say like early two thousand tens, like two thousand ten ish. And was building a team and one of the members who were brought on to help um, the project and stuff, who is Stephanie Germanotta back then, she wasn't anything. So she got brought on, she would write, she would do uh, some creative stuff, you know how it goes. Um, And they've written probably maybe 12 songs together, total. Um, So so a couple of the the Lady Gaga super smash hits out there have got Lena's hands on them. Ooh, so yeah we'll definitely get into that because this is we're not sure yet this is yet to be and i feel like if it comes out that some of lady gaga's early stuff were based on or inspired by lena's works then that's going to be even more of an issue like almost solidifies this whole thing um so lena obviously working 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 she's doing her thing um, she's getting bars. Um, Lady Gog, I keep saying that. Stephanie. Stephanie Germanotta started dating the producer slash manager of Lena. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lady Gaga had her own. She wanted, you know, she sang, she's an artist, she was writing and whatever, but she wanted to be something too. Yeah. Um, here's the way people see it is she was hired she's working she's jealous of Lena she wants to be in Lena's position she started fucking the manager to produce her where do you think that ends up do you know what I mean mm-hmm. so the thing that's happened since then is um, Buzz was happening MTV decided they were going to do a documentary on Lena um, for her new projects her work or whatever she was doing at the time um there was a lot of interest there was being put on the table for lena to do what she's doing mm. then apparently things um started not working out like the documentary fell off the table for some reason all these things started happening so lena got to the point where she was in a kind of a dark position now when you're independent artist you don't have the label you don't have like a management team you don't have all of that when things die down or if like something doesn't work out mm and you've been banking on it. It's happened to me <laughs> more times than I can count. Yeah. Um, when you're an independent artist, you're relying on it. That is what you're doing. That's what your work is yeah. giving up for. So something like that drops off, it's devastating. It's not like a signed artist who's like got a million trillion different opportunities they're saying yes or no to. Yeah. You get what you get, what you can't past. So she was in a dark place, apparently. Um, she started doing little other things like for instance she got hired or she went to some meeting and um, a rock band alternative band needed a lead singer so she started doing that doing these little things so one day at lunchtime in New York um, a woman in her 20s supposedly jumped off a building 20 stories up yeah Uh, this was Lena okay Um, there's a very small small article from when it happened which is strange because usually when this stuff happens it's so like just there's nothing to cover up there's nothing to withhold there's nothing to she wasn't a celebrity at this point she was an independent artist with buzz lena um this is what happened witnesses there were witnesses there were some witnesses saying that lena was dancing or exercising on top of the building and out of nowhere she jumped off the building there's witnesses that say she was pushed by someone 
So right. again, depending where you are, the building, like whatever it was, a hotel. Yeah. Um, the article that came out just said a woman in her twenties, very vague, no identity has been confirmed. All of this, well, it was her. Yeah. There was also a thing saying she was alive when she was taken to the hospital, which is quite odd. If you just jumped from a building, you'd be like... 20 stories up. Mm. How are you surviving that and you're alive? Anyway, so she dies. Yeah. Coincidentally, that same day that she dies, guess where Stephanie Germanotta was? Fuck off. She was at the at the hotel party. She was in LA on that same day recording her first music video called Poker Face. Oh. How does the... the, the, the back in dancer slash um, co-creative on, you know, this artist project mm-hmm. who is been hired to help another artist, meaning you are not in a position where you have attention, uh, you have anything going. Um, I have heard stories of Lady Gaga from like LA Return It Down and stuff like this. That's a normal artist's uh, walk anyway. You submit demos, you do all of that and you get rejections. That's just what it is. Um, but on that same day, she was in Poker Face in LA. Sorry, recording, filming Poker Face in LA. So what's happened in the in the point where Lena was going like this and coming upwards? Suddenly, all of her stuff drops off the table, and this person who was a co-creator under the project and and whatever's going on for Lena is now what signed to a major record label, Interscope, is out in LA recording and filming a, a music video for Poker Face, signed under Akon now, where's that come from? And yet Lena's just like, dep- not in a good place, trying to find other things to like survive and whatever artistically. And she's t- she's in the hotel and just what, just flew off the top of a building? Do you know what I mean? It just is very odd. Where's the CCTV? Where's the this, where's the that? Um, so from there, um, Lady Gaga released poker face she released these singles um she put out an ep called the fame i believe i'm not a gaga fan or nothing like that so i don't really know her body's a work or nothing but she's put out this ep called the fame and on the ep she's in a gray background sitting on a on a little little stool with like this long black wig lena had long black hair yeah with a crow sitting on the wig crow means death if you know about a cult it symbolizes death and um there's like three photos for the ep and once she's turned to the camera and there's like a bleeding eye from one eye if you're if you know anything about a cult as well that symbolizes the eye of horus it goes back to egyptian times it's like a blessing or a curse symbol and people in cults and stuff they like to use that stuff um and it's clearly like lena like you're in drag of lena so this goes on and she's starting to get big now, Lady Gaga. As she's releasing music videos and stuff like that, people are noticing that Lena's style, creativity, everything that Lena embodied as an artist, as a person, is now in all of Lady Gaga's shit. Mm-hmm. The producer who was fucking Gaga, um, Lena's producer, manager, whatever, came out a, couple, a year or two later at Gaga saying, you've ripped Lena off from head to toe. Head to toe, he, he's come he, out and said it. He, he, he helped, no? He helped. He could right. fuck off with that. Right. Because he wants to whole guilt shit. Now what? Now you want to feel guilty, do you know what I mean? Or feel bad. But he called her out. Guess what Gaga did? She settled it. Oh. She settled it. Do you know what she said after that? What? To TMZ? And her team said, don't really know her. Don't really know much about her, but we're sad to hear about her death or whatever. 
Excuse me? You wrote an album's worth of music together. You were employed on the team. Mm-hmm. You were fucking her manager and her not like yeah. producer. You know, what what seems to be what seems to be prevalent and repeats itself throughout history in all industries you have two personality types. Mm-hmm. You have the talent type mm-hmm. and you have I guess the business type, the yes. the shark mind. Right. More often than not, mm-hmm. the shark mind prevails yeah. over the talent. Of course, the talent isn't. They just create it. As, they're not as like calculated. Yeah, yeah, as, they're not calculated. You know? Yeah, and it's. I think business business wise, it is very very important for every talented person to have their shark. And we were just ha- talking about this earlier. We just came out of a business meeting to record, <laughs> and we would, I was getting a bit of a you know a reminder that like the artist thing and the business like you have to be a bit more sharky because yeah. the industry is disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's just set up that way. If if you cannot identify yeah human nature in its good and its bad right and work with it as it completely is. as it is yeah. Not ferry it up, not chuck litter on it or sugar. Yeah, it's Just, it's got to be like, right, right. you know what? Because mm. yeah. hunger, yeah. hunger, and all, all, all the topics that we, we speak of, sloth, hunger, addiction, famine, everything from yeah. top to bottom. Yeah. It comes, it, it does really come down to being able to manage mm-hmm. the, manage the human for sure because that is what it is like it's a human like funny is this is the real yeah when you're an artist you sometimes feel trafficked yeah you feel trafficked you have to sign paperwork that ties you into situations you there's people that can take your voice if you don't read your paperwork about it it's happened to big artists like when you sign deals like years ago when i was performing and stuff like live and that you sign deals and, and there's things that come along and things you expect and there's things you don't. And what you always come down to after I finished like a tour run or whatever, it was just very much, they just care about the bottom line. They care about the money. They care about all of that. Mm. It's not necessarily like, you just feel like you're not a person. <laughs> I don't know how else mm. to put it. You are traffic because you have to put yourself in someone's hands as an artist to do what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. There's no, unless you're an independent artist who's just a mega mind at business as well, rarely happens. Um, you're going to have to put yourself in someone's hand and be like trusted, signed over. Um, you can like, you can only take yourself so far. So with this Lena thing, what happened after that with the producer, her mum come out. Yeah. And she said, I feel like Lady Gaga legit has my daughter's soul somewhere trapped up because she's just like taken her identity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's taken it, everything, and then shout it out as Lady Gaga. Here's another thing that goes on and goes on. Like there's fans and all these people that have dug in so much, but the paparazzi song, yeah, the paparazzi music video, I've seen it. Do you remember it? When it come out, it was like a big thing, I guess. Papa, paparazzi. Yeah. <laughs> I can't continue there. Um, I remember the song. The video is very vague. The video is very dark, very odd. It's uh, her in a hotel dressed up like to the nines and like pottering about. But then there's like um, death scenes. So there'll be like maids in this big mansion, like a maid on the floor. 
and the blood that's coming out of her is gold, for instance. And there's like a weird face in it, weird. And then there's like hanging. So you just see the legs like come down from the top screen, like hanging. Like there's weird things like that. There's a scene where Lady Gaga gets pushed off a building. Fuck off, fuck off. Over the ledge. Yeah. Hits the ground. Then there's like um, <laughs> newspapers flying and it says, uh, I want to get this right. No more, was it something like, no more Gaga. Mm. Lena Morgana like things like this like they, that are just what? like weird things um, what else is there? there's like loads of these details that are weird songs that apparently are album cuts and stuff that might reference Lena or like weird odd things yeah. um, and everyone's saying well she stole her style stole her look stole her music uh, stole type. her man stole her man all of this and whatever then why wouldn't she steal her actual music mm-hmm. and that's not proven yet because lean resilience music come on i think fighting still to get all the rights or whatever to yeah. you know independent shit is difficult um that is still yet to be proven i would like to know if any of gaga's music has been taken from demos of leaners or tracks of leaners you can pull up music videos of leaners that um are identical to Lady Gaga's scenes in her videos, down to the what she's wearing, down to the wig she's wearing, down to the makeup she's wearing. Mm-hmm. That Lena's done, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Um, strange, terrible. There's another thing that uh, she had a song called Judas, apparently, Lady Gaga. Yeah. Very odd, very dark again. Um, I know what I'm looking at because I guess I'm informed, but there's people who wouldn't be informed. They're looking at something, just think, oh, that's art. It's mm-hmm. artistic. Well, she's wearing, like, in the video, Roman Catholic certain garb, that um, Rosarian, like, cult within Catholic churches and stuff like that, that are known to worship, you know, the devil and all sorts of stuff. But why is she wearing that in the video, for instance? Why is she wearing, like, um, the song references, like, sacrifice and stuff like this? You know? I think it even directly references the devil as well in, in that song. I think she actually says it's so blatant it's kind of right in your face it's the best way to do it it's called hidden in plain sight sadly when when the formula works Mm -hmm. and i guess the formula user Mm -hmm. doesn't work you simply change the formula user and what seems what what didn't work for one person works for another and it's just about like if Gaga was like desperate, timing. what wouldn't she do? Yeah, you see, you see the word desperate because this is just all a game to executives. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. I've, I've I've noticed though the word desperate and the word ambitious. Oh wow, well, yeah, they're, they're very different, isn't it? You'd think so. I've I've started to go towards lean towards their synonymous because a desperate person will no no because do... like I could have been desperate. Hundred mm. times, at least a few, and there's times I've gone, no, yeah. not doing that, or mm, that don't sound right, or this like it just didn't seem right. And there's things that did seem right and didn't work out, but hundred percent, hundred percent, I could have done that. Yeah, for sure. Telling me you you're looking at me, you think I ain't been preyed on? Come on, I could have well, sold out a long I, time ago. I, I, tell, I tell you, <laughs> I'm not saying I'm great for not doing it. I'm just saying it's just not right. Like at the start of this particular topic, it, do you know what? Maybe. We need to do a special and revise the first go at this. Yeah. Really say, right, this was our experience. Yes. This was for how long. This is what, 
I guess, tore the, the house of cards down. Yeah. And here we are now. Mm. Um, but I've digressed because that topic, that is something I wanted to even just be like, you know what? Fuck this show. Let's go back to, yeah. should I say the, the company's name? Yeah, yeah. Let's go back to St. Music Group. Let's yeah. discuss it. Let's see. For sure. What has changed from then and now. But I think that's that would be best for like a two, three hour special. Yeah, if, definitely. I mean, like a music special. Do you know what I mean? For yeah. sure. For sure. Um, we could talk about loads of things, honestly. Yeah. So much on different categories and levels yeah. as well. Um, there's, there's, there was also about the track and about stealing yeah about stealing yeah basically yeah. yeah there was there's a track that i was involved in in creating right um the equipment that the track was recorded on belonged to another person okay there was altogether including myself those four people involved right now the track the person whose equipment it was decided they don't want to put the put the music out. They don't want to put the song out. Okay. Now, the song would have been a hit. Oh. The song would have been a hit. Okay. Absolute hit. Did the artist think that? No. The artist, the artist did. Oh, they three, did. Three, three, sorry, two out of the three did. Okay. The one that didn't. Right did not want to put it out because mm. of their transition from say rap hip hop and current culture and they tra- they were transitioning into more of a like they were just doing gospel, a refresh gospel okay. and more of a you know more of a biblical influence yeah so they didn't want to money quarters for what they were going to do yeah forward yeah but up until that point, there was years, mm. years of back catalogue, which was... Yeah, thrown away. Yeah. And that would have been the catapult to... That person's career, yeah. Yeah, that person's career, everyone else involved. Um, but do you see how they would have had to sell themselves out, just their feelings alone, in order to get that? Yeah. How yeah. funny that happens, I, you know? I see the conflict, I, I have to say. And I do respect them for doing that. That was the right decision as an artist, but... Business-wise, no. Mm. Uh, even for the career projection, no. Like, yeah, that was not what was, well... And even agreements, no. You know, like, yeah. but that's the thing. That's the struggle. Trug- it's like art. How do you monetize art? Art is like feelings, emotions, thoughts, processes, expression. But then monetizing it and then, then business flipping it. It's like taking something that's full of soul and life and then, and then putting it into an arena that's like full of spikes and holes and... Mm-hmm. Survival of the fittest. Everyone trying to take from it and make money from it. Yeah. Sad sad truth is, from your earliest age of internal conflict, so that very first internal conflict that begins to shape your personality Mm. is the very first point where you realise that there is the romanticism of individuality. Yeah who we are, what we put out, how we present ourselves. And then there is the the reality of survival of the fittest and competition. Yes. And favour in one direction over the other mm. leads to failure. For sure. 
and equilibrium between the two yeah seems to be what makes things sustainable but sustainable doesn't particularly mean world-class success and smash hits right it could just mean making money off the shows some small merch like just just cutting the mustard yeah you know making ends meet yeah and making ends meet is just not to be sniffed at like if you can do that with your art and stuff like wow that's a big deal not many people get the opportunity yeah to do it successfully even marginally but I do feel like artists, this is the importance of them needing to know themselves before stepping out. Because, cause like, one, you'll, you'll, you'll get yourself into some shit you just were not, thought, think, didn't pre-think about. And then also, like, artists do change quite a lot. Usually album cycles, honestly. Um, I noticed that when I did my first project and then put it out, I almost felt well, like sad and depressed and miserable, which is weird because... What I did was record music for a year and then put out like what only I listened to and friends and family listened to. No one else had heard it. And I had to put it out to go on whatever, perform and do all these things. But it was just weird. Like my first body of work, putting it out and it felt like someone had just like cut my heart. <laughs> I don't know. It was very <laughs> odd. And then after that, it felt normal putting out projects, releases, whatever. But it's that thing of that internal artist thing where it's like. Inv- that, that was investment to reward. That was an yeah. investment to reward issue. Yeah. It was, it was, it's, it's hard, it's hard, but um, you have to know yourself. And yeah, you can change or whatever. That's another tricky thing is artists changing their minds, yeah. their thoughts, their feelings, their music style. <laughs> their, yeah. They don't wait until the rollout from the label says, okay, you've got to wait a year before you change up your genre because mm. we've got three singles set. We've got three music videos yet to film. You've got performances overseas. Will you, even though you want to put out, you might have even recorded your second album. It yeah. might not come out for four years because the label want to finish rolling out what they what we agreed on. Mm. The money needs to be reckoned. Well, I, I have a transparency policy and it it can be unpleasant right. because I will, you know, I may not be the biggest shark in the tank, but I will explain yeah. my reasons. I will be clear yeah. and say, this is why, this is why. Da, 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 da. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. But a fundamental mm. in all walks of life, whether you're selling pussy or you're selling music, music. you must know yourself and right. know when, you, when you're changing yeah. and what the consequences of that change may be, yeah. what the benefits may be. What you're offended by, what you won't do, yeah. fully won't do. Because if someone presents something to you you've never even thought about, you're going to be shell-shocked and you're not going to know what to do. And because you fought and fought, like you fought so long for your career, your music, your stuff like this, one decision could really make it, mm-hmm. but it's will be most likely, because of the nature of the industry, detrimental. Yeah. Most likely something you're not going to want to do. And that's the point. They kind of want you to put yourself out of sorts. Because mm-hmm. once you do it the first time, oh, you're, you're going to do, do it, it forever. Again again. You'll sell anyone out. Yeah. Anyone for anything. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, very tricky and nasty. But um, the thing with the Lady Gaga thing was that when she said she didn't know her, that was it for me. Yeah. That was it. I was like, there you fucked up. You cannot say you did not know this girl, let alone anything else. So that for me was like, whoa, you did something. You did something, didn't you? And I've heard stories. Lady Gaga even said a few years ago, do you remember the Netflix thing? It stuck out to me because I believe she was talking about developing an illness. 
And I believe it was fibromyalgia. Big thing. Yeah. Right? I even have a family member who's going through a diagnosis of that right now. Yeah. And it's like, um, she was talking about having to sell her soul, having to like do these terrible things and how it catches up with you and stuff. See, they say these things and no one, ca no one clings on to them and goes, hmm, what did you mean by that? Yeah. Because interviews are controlled. Everything's controlled. Like, it's set, it's set up with certain um, outlets. It's, uh, it depends who you're signed to. Yeah. All of that stuff. You're as big as Lady Gaga. You really get to pick and choose what you say. You can rehearse your interviews because they're booked months in advance. You can do whatever you want. It's so controlled. It's all fake. Everything is fake. Um, so it's one of those things where I feel like there's just, it's fishy. Um, I'm glad it's come back up and that people are talking about it. Um, I hope someone steps forward and releases Lena's music. It's to the point where I heard a few snippets of Lena's songs. I actually want to go and listen to her music. I actually want to go and... And it's even a genre I wouldn't even listen to, honestly. But she's so talented that I'm like, fucking hell. And this is the thing. If I show you one video of all of her little bits or whatever, 100% she would have been a megastar, this girl. Like, legendary. She just had that about her. Um, sad, sad. But, yeah, that was a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a yeah, deep dive, that, for sure. That, that went, that really did go in a direction that... Yeah. So, uh, very much... Ooh, candid. I yeah. think, on some particular topics, we might need to make a bit more time to yeah. focus on just those topics i mean that could be a, a fun changing direction we could have topic based episodes yeah instead of flitting about between a million different things yeah, um there is the gossip aspect of our show which is entertainment based like this is entertainment value guys it's nothing like too serious but at the same time um i think maybe topic based shows would suit us better we're not the gossipy type, honestly. No. And most of the time, sometimes we talk about things and topics we don't care about. We just know it's relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyone listening, you know us personally, let us know what you think about that idea. Yeah, come on viewers, let man. We're on, we're finally on YouTube. Yeah. In our third season, we thought, let's yeah. open up to YouTube. And we're about to go visual and stuff like that. Yeah. So we, we would like some, some insight. Get it going off in the yeah. comment section. Yeah. Fuck it, I tell you what, if 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 you know me, yeah. If you know me personally, yeah. And you got some shit you want to hash out, yeah. You want to call me out for the piece of shit. Come on that the I show. Am, <laughs> come on the show. For sure. Come no, on the show. Real. You'll yeah. be welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not scared yeah. or, or, or go or easily offended. <laughs> or go in the comment section and go and spill tea. Don't worry. I've done a lot of for shit sure. in my life. Yeah, for sure. Um, but let's move on to this next topic. So this is about someone called Alec Smith. Yes, Alex Smith, on his on his twenty sixth birthday, twenty He was no longer. How can I say? He was no longer under his mother's health insurance policy. Right. He was a restaurant manager. Okay. Um, he he was born with type one diabetes. Right. And unfortunately, what happened? on his 27th birthday is he became liable for his own insulin. Right. Now, the shot of insulin would cost, I believe the figure is 
$285 per dose. Now, oh my gosh, the dose of insulin on average lasts about four to five days. Yeah. So he used to have to shoot it. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, if he went and got his own health insurance, mm-hmm. he would be paying $430 a month, but he would have to pay a down payment of $7,600, sorry, $7,400 to be able to open the policy and, and have America. access to it. Yeah. Okay. So in order to save up the deposit for the insurance policy, mm-hmm. he was rationing his insulin. Right. And instead of like most of the world, instead of living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. he was living insulin shot to insulin shot. Oh Lord. Um unfortunately 27 days after his 26th birthday, mm. he died of diabetic ketosis. Oh, no. Completely avoidable. The to, to be fair and frank with you, production of, of insulin mm. at the maximum may be $10. Oh, but Big Pharma has See, put a price on life. There you go. There you go. And there's the thing, like I lived abroad in a country that had private healthcare. And I did see the benefits because being here and growing up here and it not being that way, it being National Health Service and stuff. Um, the benefit that I saw was what you want, you pay for, you go get it done. There's things that you can get over the counter you can't get here. Strengths of things you can't get here. They're not doing it like that here. Like, you know what I mean? It has to be prescribed. Over there, yeah, certain things have to be prescribed, but certain things you can go and get. So I like that the doctor's appointments everyone's in and out in and out why because they're putting money down when you put money down you're going in you're getting served you're getting treated with respect and you're getting what you deserve which is what you want from a healthcare provider and you leave with what you need because it's, it's exchange of money it's there's no like even thought of this is a you know government funded process and you know you have to i saw that benefit the negative side is yeah i had to have health insurance when i lived there um as an expat or whatever, it only covers so much. So you are aware that if something serious happens, you only have like certain options and you've got to be ready to pay out if it does happen. Also being in a foreign country, you're extra, extra vigilant about that. Um, but when it comes to like stuff like diabetes, um, lupus, um, all these kind of issues that are you're either born with or you develop um and you have literally no choice but to have medication or die it just sickening it's sickening the fact you can get your arm blown off in america and walk down the road and there's like a, a block line just to get into the private healthcare to even be seen you better be covered and insured otherwise you'll be turned away with your gunshot bullets and your fucking wounds and your stab whatever has happened to you you'll be turned away yeah, and you have to go and find an independent, some sort of organization that's going to get you what you need. Oh, right. You know? So, in the US, do they get emergency? Do, I think There's nothing. They, There's like, if you're not covered, you're fucked. Like, really? really, it's like Wild West. That is what it is. Damn. That is what I private thought, healthcare means. I thought at the bare minimum, you've no. got an emergency There's treatment. no safety net. And if you wow. do get, like, they do it for you. 
to save your life, mm-hmm. the bill is going to put you in a grave anyway. Okay. Ambulance they charge for. They charge for every, that itemized bill they'll give you. Damn. To call an ambulance where I was living cost equivalency to UK money, not a lot, but to them, mm-hmm. a few hundred you know, off their currency. Basically died, don't go to hospital. Yeah, or go under the belly, like in some, go to the vet. you know, you know, the ones that do BBLs in hotel rooms and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Them motherfuckers come oh and get the bullet out, cauterize me and send me on my way. <laughs> you know, it's fucked. I don't know how, like, it works. It's, they've got a population of millions. Like, it, people are dying, population control, they don't care. It's not like yeah. it's such a big pandemic or it's a health issue that, you know, the, the the country can't function. They've done all right off it, I guess. They manage. Yeah. You just don't get run over. Don't, you have to really be careful, I guess, and not get into an accident. Yeah. But they wanted to do that here, didn't they? And people keep talking about it, but it's like, don't ask for things you're not ready for because be, we're to be, spoiled here. You know what? We really are. Spoiled. We take advantage of it. And they snuck it in. Yeah. After Brexit, they did sneak it in. And was it they wanted to privatize the NHS? Is that what it was? Yeah, and I think they did. So I think they private they privatized the NHS, and it's still at face value a um, what's it called? It's still a, a you know it's still a public organization, but funding has come from private investors, and those private investors are making money. Are making money, and they're making their profits. And guess what they're going to do? If the profits fall, they're going to do whatever they have to do (laughs) to get it back up again. They don't care about who's attached. Yeah, of course, cutbacks. Since since the UK has lost European funding, the NHS has gone from being on a... What's that that term people use? Breadline? Breadline? Yeah, breadline. Yeah, it's gone from being on the breadline to more or less basically starving. Oh, my days. Um... It can take up to the longest that I've heard is n- nine weeks for a dentist appointment, and that's because. See, dent- I wanted to go private in order here, in order to, um, but there's the whole thing with insurance here, with like, well, I guess everywhere pre-existing conditions aren't covered, which is, mm-hmm. by the way, one of the biggest shams and scams I've ever heard of. Yeah. How are you telling me to cover myself for medical um, help, but whatever issue I already have? isn't covered, I have to develop it after I've signed the insurance. Yeah. Meaning you have to get insurance as early as possible. If your family aren't smart like or like educated that way or even see a value to it, mm-hmm. you're poor, you're poor. Like fucking you some of us don't even go to the doctors <laughs> when some serious stuff happens. Trust me. The ER, like at least your hospital was <laughs> if you really have to and then like that's oh, it. Fun fact. Mm. Fun fact, uh I'm aware. I, I hate know Lewisham Hospital, by the way. Oh, yeah, I know of someone that had to go Lewisham Hospital recently. The waiting time was about nine nine hours. So instead, they went to Princess Royal Hospital, just on mm. just in Bromley. Yeah, they go, they were seen within two hours. See, like Lewisham, um, Camberwell, Kings. So I had a cyst in my back many, many, many years ago, at least almost a decade ago, and it like I it got misdiagnosed, hemorrhage, and everything. I couldn't even walk. And when I went to Lucian Hospital, the good thing was they got me in for surgery the next morning. Yeah. But they didn't do it right. Oh, God. Like, the scar yeah. wasn't, like, it wasn't done fully properly. So once it all he- healed, I think it took me six months to heal because um, of the area and stuff, like, 
nurses coming in like packing you and stuff yeah. every day at home but it was it was like once the scar healed it was almost too thin sometimes so mm-hmm. it has if you if you don't watch yourself like you p- p- potentially like re-open it like Ooh. obviously as years go on scarring like the tissue gets thicker and thicker yeah but you can't add to like what graft like you can't magically yeah. and then the years went by and being not thinking of medical negligence or whatever i went you know if I, you weren't i weren't able to sue them oh. but like so many horror stories about the hospital like i'm surprised it ain't been burnt down or whatever they just keep rebuilding it and adding on to it. <laughs> yeah university they put the university title in front of it and it means that they get to funnel students right and which i'm sorry ain't great yeah it's not like who wants some someone who don't even know what they're doing to be in charge of your body and health you know what there should be I know it's going to sound very communist and very fairy tale land yeah but there should be a system where you can only do a job and be paid for the job if you have a passion so yeah you you start the work on the basis of all of your needs your needs are taken care of Mm -hmm. and you're paid at a 10 year delay so your passion and your workload, your work rate, yeah, is what is drives rewarded. you. That's yeah. why you're getting up every day, not for the money. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah, but there's maybe no, five year. Uh, <laughs> now you know. You know why I say ten year. You know why I say ten year. Why? I say ten year because hold, that, hold my benefits in, back for ten years, maybe like you know the little extras. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But in, but in that time, bear in mind you're still getting your full uh, holiday pay sick entitlement okay so if you want to take a week off to go magaluf and go you can do it you can do that okay the the your employer will do that they'll pay it yeah you want to go buy a gram of coke your employer <laughs> will give you an expense expense package yeah 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 go, like a credit card go do that but there isn't the remove the responsibility of i've got to pay my bills from an individual because what I'm, what we're seeing regularly, and wages not being high enough to even do that from the yeah. offset. Yeah, that's true. No wages are, wages are, you know? wages are. I'm not gonna, I'm but not for gonna cost open. of living. Yeah, even cost of living, cost of not living rent is, prices. No, cost of living is borderline fabricated. Like rent you, prices. you know, like um, the minimum wage for your average, I don't know, whatever, twenty-two year old, and then you've got rent prices for like independent living. Like no one can afford to live on their own nobody over the like do i mean over a certain under a certain pay pay wage like in london anyway outside of the city for sure for sure imagine imagine now spannering the works right if your landlord was passionate about housing people and resolving housing matters and housing issues and just the fact that they have housed someone feeds into their ego and their power trip and whatever they aspire to to gain from the world right right they are like, compensated for that right so they've got they're getting their tax breaks and their kickbacks from how many people that they are housing yeah that would that would entice landlords for sure they would be like okay it's about quantity not about quality because right now the greed is based in that if i've got a one bedroom flat mm and it is within a certain radius of here, there, everywhere, I'm going to milk it 
and mm-hmm. charge £1,500 right, a month. Right, 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 right. Also, I think that landlords should have a high responsibility of like, um, if they don't do things properly mm-hmm. or if they, if you're, if they're not fixing stuff or like um, the heating or whatever, if it comes under like a health issue, which anything in your home, if it's not done properly, uh, can contribute to negative health. Doesn't matter if it's just low mood, depression, um, you know, if it's too cold or whatever, like medical, physical health problems. But I do think there should be a culpability for someone who manages a dwelling for a human being to live in every day of their life that can, you know, is a big part of just existence, having someone to live. And they should have like, you know, for instance, if you're malpracticing in, in, in a hospital, you're in charge of someone. Yeah. You know, not of their life, not of what they do, but you're in charge for, for a period at least of their well-being. Yeah. Or something that heavily con- contributes to it. So therefore, if something goes wrong, they are culpable. Like they are held to, to most of the time. Yeah. If they're not just like, you know, actually I'll bring up, it's not on the topic list, but I'll bring up something in a second that ties into all this. Shocked me, shocked me. Yeah. I only learned it yesterday. Um, actually, let's get into it. Did you know about, do you know what ghost doctors are? Ghost doctors? Yeah. I've, a ghost doctor is a doctor that opens a GP practice or surgery and then hires a team of other doctors below them and all of the practice that occurs is under their name or under their practice. Almost. But it's worse. you never meet them. No, it's worse. It's worse. You're, you got, you're good though, because a lot of people just think, well, like, uh, like you wake up from surgery and there's a doctor and they speak to you and then everyone's like, what doctor? Do you know why? Do you know why Why I said that? I've been, I've, li- I've lived in the UK more or less all my life. Yeah. And had a doctor. And my doctor, whenever I would actually book an appointment and go to the doctors, it was never that doctor that I would see. That doctor was basically never even on site. Oh my God, same. Yeah. I never met my original doctor. It was never them. Dentist as well. Talk about that's something. Oh, they're not here today. Okay, but I want them Mm because they're my dentist. They know what's going on. You can look at an x-ray and whatever, but you don't know. Like, yeah, weird. But anyway... It's worse, yeah? So it happens mainly in Korea, but everywhere. Mm-hmm. So a really famous doctor, surgeon, sorry, have a practice. You can imagine the best building, the nicest suites, that everything's perfect. Yeah. Oh, what well, apparently, <laughs> so you booked me. I'm the surgeon. I done Kim Kardashian. Um, and you pay me a premium to make sure that under this, my, my uh, practice, that you get me. Mm-hmm. because I'm you know it's Blades and Son right Blades and Son surgeon's office right yeah. and you paid a premium to make sure it's me doing the surgery okay now this is your body this is your life you're being put unconscious you don't know for how long all of that they're like really routine straightforward fine it's going to be great yeah right you paid through the nose for this so on the day they put you under they rule you in right and then the doctor starts doing his thing mm-hmm. like an hour in he um, takes off his gloves and walks out you may be left on a gurney for like, I don't know, an hour. Some random motherfucker walks in and finish, and starts doing your surgery. You don't know this motherfucker. In fact, their name's not even on the surgeon's list. They're not even known. They, you have no idea. In fact, you don't, you're unconscious. So yeah. what the fuck do you know? Nothing. Yeah. So they do the surgery. Um, they walk out. The doctor walks back in. Hopefully, and looks over it. Sometimes that doesn't even happen. 
and walk out um, and then the person wakes up and hopefully it's gone well and nothing's gone wrong, right? Because some random motherfuckers just come in. Who is this? Who is this, right? It's what you said. So what's happened is the surgeon's so popular mm-hmm. that they can't possibly make the amount of money they want to make by with all the attention. Yeah. So what they do is they get so so bad. Like I'm actually <laughs> getting angry talking they, they, about they're it. They're pulling. They're pulling a MF Doom and performing at four or five different places with the mask on, all as the same person. But So they'll close the deal with you, pretend even premium, get extra money out of you to make sure that you're doing it again, all of that, right? And then hire, and hire a lower doctor or someone who's brand new at surgery and ain't got no customers or someone who just wants training. Hell, it could be a medical device salesman. It could be literally any, any who wants to make some side money while they're in uni or whatever the fuck they're doing. Like it could be mm-hmm. anyone. And they're doing surgeries on you, not even qualified. It's shocking to me because there's been accounts where the person who's the ghost doctor, they've sold a stethoscope to the to the surgeon. Like they provide medical okay. tools and they've like, oh, I wouldn't mind learning and, and getting into this. And it's like, okay. Fuck, you know. Yeah. They've even asked nurses, can you finish this rhinoplasty, please? Because I've got a go-. And the nurse is like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I want to know. I've read a few books. And What? So there's people dying on tables, like mm-hmm. dying. And um, one thing happened with a guy and luckily the mother of the guy got a new raw. This is in South Korea and I think it should be everywhere for CCTV to be in plastic surgery rooms, operating rooms yeah. specifically for surgery only, not just life-saving procedures and hospitals because this is like ridiculous sexual assaults as well when you're like unconscious, the uh, ghost doctor and all of this. Ghost doctors, they could rape you. They could finger you. They could anally sodomize you. Know, you know what? <laughs> I was I was staying quiet about it. Stick their thing but, in your mouth. Like, but last week, last yeah. week on on a social media platform, someone posted a clip, and I saw. Was the, it Doctor One or was it? Yeah, one I saw the the doctor standing up. There's a. I'm not going to say a black woman, but I'll say right. a, a a woman of brown complexion. Okay. Laying unconscious, she's getting operated on. The doctor standing there has got his dick in her mouth. Like standing behind the behind the curtain thing, and he's there, full scrubs. Could have been a nurse, could have been a doctor, but he's in the operating room. He's got his dick in her mouth. While other people are getting on with what they're doing, like it's yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah, because there's the curtain thing. Right. So how would you know? Yeah, plausible deniability. Right. right. But then there's someone sitting on the other side of the curtain where they can see that doctor's body, and they are recording the doctor. The doctor's got his got his dick in in the person's mouth. Moving his hands up and down the oh shaft. I'm listen. I felt so sick. I've I've had to have maybe two or three surgeries that I'm aware mm-hmm. of, and the thought of that, like for Same. for the average person, you don't even think you could be violated no, that way. No, you never would think like ever. I'm telling you, just ever like, but it's money. It's it's evil. It's so about like business. That's all about vanity as well. I'm not surprised there's so much evil behind the scenes and just like when it comes to money making the thing is like apparently in plastic surgery and look we are sponsored by a company we're not dumb to that um pure adar obviously do have great reviews and they have no issues like that like we wouldn't have them on i've never had plastic surgery personally we haven't we haven't had cosmetic surgery here i i yeah i unfortunately you know. uh, unfortunately challenged the high ground Obi-Wan said Anakin I've got the high ground <laughs> I was like you, you, you fuck that you ain't got the yeah. high ground and woke up as, as Mr. Vader a week later you know as you do 
And it's um, one of those things where when you want surgery, guess what? You go to the best if you want it done properly. But now you can't even trust the best. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. But to like make them look prettier for money. So I'm not shocked or surprised that they're so... It's so common that they're degenerates, um, you know. You do, you do have to, you do have to question the mind, the state of mind of someone that does elective cosmetic surgery. Who is, do, who is born with the capacity mm. to cut someone open Thank you. and breathe in the fumes, breathe in all of that, and be alright with it, just be not even traumatized a bit. I was, I was <laughs> sitting, I was sitting and watching, watching. Um, Embarrassing bodies. Oh, I hate that. Shit. And there was a, a a clip where someone had been dissected, and they were using like a burning tool cauterizer. to bu- cauterizer to yeah. burn through fat. The person that I was sitting with, they went, "Oh, I miss that smell." And of burning that, flesh. Yeah, and I was like, "What is it? Does it smell like pork? What does yeah, it smell does, like?" Yeah, bacon. And and he, he said, "No, it don't smell like pork. It just oh. smells like burning, but it smells really bad. But you get used to it, and once you're used to it, you miss it when you're no longer in See the operating what I mean, room." And, the devil and is real uh, because the look, this the flesh is. This is all right. Let's get a little tiny bit preachy. One thing that I really, really stuck with me was when the Bible says the flesh is weak meaning it wants things that your brain can't even possibly conceive of sometimes like you as a person you as a person but then what your your uh what you might want or like your urges or your feelings or whatever is completely separate it's spiritual that's what christians believe so i do believe that in a sense of um like that for instance once they're around something i even read a story about someone a girl who um she was dating a police officer and she rejected him at one point and he ended up locking her in like a cage and stuff and like it was really horrible but she ended up liking it stockholm stockholm syndrome beyond that like a sexual thing like she like found herself in an abusive situation but there was a part of her that liked it and then that part of her grew 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 and then she ended up being a person who likes to be tortured or whatever you know treated really badly through sex but if it weren't through that initial abusive experience she would never have known she would just been a regular old self probably no immoral like major immoral issues going on i do feel like when the flesh is around certain things and situations it gets accustomed to it dangerous even smelling body fat during you know the body's gonna be like "Mm." they don't deny they don't deny that the human mind is a powerful powerful point it's it's designed for survival so whatever the reality of your situation is was or may be your mind will given the time given the circumstance your mind will find a way to survive i was celibate recently for eight months straight and then Broke it. Slagged it out. He <laughs> slagged. Just didn't. You know when the opportunity comes along, Proper it's like one of those things. But like obviously, I, the flesh wanted it yeah. and that's why it got it. I didn't want really, I, did, I wanted to remain celibate. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Abstinence, sorry. Celibacy is a lifelong thing. I'm not in it for lifelong. I'm in it for, until I'm just not trying to be honest. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be just out here. That's all. You know, Christianly and all that. My body wanted it. Like, of course, it's accustomed and uh, conditioned, actually, to want it. But I didn't. My mind, my mind didn't. My higher self or whatever, like, me as a person was knew what I wanted. It happened. So that's what I guess self-control. <laughs> and you telling yourself no in your head matters. Like, you yeah. telling yourself no. <laughs> yeah. Matters. It has an effect on the flesh. Mm-hmm. It does. Because if you don't tell yourself no, the flesh going to get up and do, do what it's 
Do what once? I abstained for a year and a half. Okay. And then... That's a long time. Caught some strange. Right. After catching that, it was like a wildfire. See, I broke it once and then again and then I have not... Yeah. since but it's not been that long since so I can't boast about <laughs> not that you should boast anyway I, I, I think when it comes to abstinent you can only qualify to claim that you're abstinent after a year no abstinence is like um, so abstain from sex right yeah 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 but celibacy so celibacy is if a year passed you'll just want to be celibate that's what you're choosing I had to learn this difference abstinence is when like for me it's more about finding a secure relationship one that's healthy um, not being like I don't want to be accustomed to any more in my adulthood or whatever just like to just feel like picking myself up oh I want sex now and therefore that can happen I want it to be you know not not dysfunctional so that's my thing so it's not a permanent thing mm-hmm. so abstinence I could be abstinent for two weeks or I could be abstinent for eight months or I can be abstinent for 20 years but it depends it's um it's got factors to it where celibacy is just no sex whatsoever it's a choice that you've made religiously or not it's permanent oh celibacy there's no there's no and you can fuck up but then you're still a celibate because you're gonna like your mindset is completely not even giving yourself the option or like they'll even not watch things that are tempting Mm. because i'm sorry like even me when trying to be celibate everything's tempting and when you're not having sex funnily enough it it's more tempting an advert some of their tits out or fucking like whatever or just like anything a sexy person in a TV show or them talking about sex or a song comes on about walk up I can't the copy in you know what I mean all of this and shit like, like do you know what I mean just whatever the case is it makes the flesh goes ooh and then you gotta be like no bitch sit the fuck down do what I say mm-hmm. not the other way around which is hard mm-hmm. so fucking difficult for me for me abstaining literally got easier and easier as you went as I went Cause then yeah, yeah, I agree. The hardest, I guess, the the hardest part for me was the physical, like the the wanting of that physical sensation. That yeah, 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 then, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's that. Yeah, but the price, the price that you pay. Sometimes you just it's, flung. It's, it's not flung. worth it. If it's flung to and that's the, when it's flung in your direction, mm-hmm. and some people are more tempting than others. Yeah. And the devil, I know the devil sent that motherfucker, because they knew, they knew. But now that's happened. I know. Do you know what I mean? So now it's a bit different, which is the thing about falling over and picking yourself back up and all that. And I, I will confess, I will confess, I used to enslave myself to pussy. Right, right, right. I, will, I would lie for pussy. I would uh, act up for pussy. I will act down for pussy. I will, I will perverse, perverse my character. I will adjust my morals. I will adjust my ethics for pussy. Yeah, same same kind yeah. of like, yeah. I'll, I'll things I'll probably wouldn't would like for a relationship, be like no, things things about a person, but then when it's just sex, none of that matters, does it? Yeah, no. <laughs> so there's no there's no like, and and know? oh, whenever I, whenever I was in a relationship, yeah. for maintaining that relationship and access to sex, yeah. I would be. I'd be fake. I'd be a fake person. But with with a woman that it was just sex and there was no relationship, there was no commitment, there was no ties, there was there was no interconnection in life. Mm-hmm. I was always completely honest with them. Oh, okay, yeah. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, oh, I better spare their feelings and pander to them because I don't want to be. Offend, yeah, yeah. Not, not offended. I didn't care about offending right. them. I didn't want to be. What's the word that they use when they say cut off? Like the big word. Um, cut off. I didn't want to be cut off from. from, from oh, ostracized. No, uh, exiled. Exiled. I didn't want to be exiled, exiled from the place. <laughs> and and then and then funnily enough though mm. what i did so much to prevent eventually did happen yeah and whilst living in in close proximity to someone yeah in a sexless relationship yeah 3 yeah. months 6 months yeah so many months not a drop of sex yeah but and it was like um all right let me i was in this situation yeah, very like when you know when you're close to someone, whatever. So it was almost yeah, sexless. I get I get what you mean, and I don't I don't want people to just think like it's a friend thing. No, it's not. Yeah, no, it's no. not. It's completely what it is, just without the sex. Yeah. So uh, for whatever reason, and what I found out was even though there was no sex, it didn't matter. It still made it. It was still steamy. It still felt steamy, or like. Do you know what I mean? It still felt like, um, you know, when they talk about tantric sex, I'm not into none of this and never participated. Tantric sex is like, you know, when they tease each other for like three hours straight before they finally do it or for f 10 days straight. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of this? Yeah. And then they finally do it and it's supposed to be better because you've geared yourself up for it. Yeah, I'm not. So it's like an eventual, it's a constant like, will, will they, won't they? It's like a constant turn that's, on. That's torture. I don't agree it's with It's torture. That. But the only reason is like, it's because there was that relationship factor of the emotion thing. Mm -hmm. But if it weren't for that, then it would have been dead in the water, obviously. But... Yeah, no, I'm, me, for, for me, my experience with pussy is that it's, it's had a... I've awarded it power that it didn't deserve. Mm -hmm. And when that power is weaponized against me yeah in my own character i've learned whenever someone has a, a weapon against you mm -hmm. remove the power that that weapon take has it, yeah you take that power take back it. and i was able to i was able i'm able now mm -hmm. to i guess not think with my dick yeah 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 so you ain't, you ain't gonna manipulate yeah, yeah, me over a piece of pussy. It's that's not, what I mean. And happen. porn don't help people. Yeah, no, porn that's been a difficult thing. Um, yeah. But like, I do, I'm doing well with it, great with it now. But it's still a thing. It's like a daily. Uh, you think about it. But when I was younger, I didn't. It's just quite funny because it's quite funny. Um, so I didn't wank. Like I didn't. That wasn't a part of my life. So I, I guess I started having. Um, so I lost my virginity quite young. Um, not too young, but you know, and of the same age, so it wasn't weird. Um, but prior to and after, um, didn't masturbate, didn't even know what that was. In fact, I remember a friend's older brother having a book about wanking. It was like a comedy funny thing. I didn't even know what that was. And I'm like, I, I, I want to say like, how I don't want to say that age because it's quite embarrassing. No, say it, man. Say it. It's uncensored. Like, I want to say like 11, 10, yeah, 11. That's, 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 that's okay. That's normal. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't know what it was. I pretended what it was. I pretended to know. 
I'm a proper wanker. <laughs> proper wanker. I'm a proper wanker, mate. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. I could take a day off. Yeah. And and goodness me. Yeah. We're going about six. Look, six, it keeps you hours. out of trouble as well. And this is what I've learned. Like, it keeps you out of trouble. It keeps you from uh, dealing with people you wouldn't normally deal with in your head. Like I said, you'd let things go if it's just carnal stuff. You ain't got to give a fuck about whether they're nice people or not, or whether they're annoying, or whether they're headache, yeah. Yeah. or anything like that. They won't fuck fucking favors all the time they want done. your time they yeah. want your peace of mind they want your soul Thank they, you. they want what you what have was up for grabs yeah. or offer no but I mean good on them as humans for expecting and, and thinking that but you know like it wasn't Try that again motherfucker you know because you're not married you're not in a relationship you're not you're not anything you just feel like a one ton whore <laughs> yeah, just itching, clucking, just like whore, clucking you know? for a little. Yeah. I'm always more behaved around people I know because so everyone thinks I'm like a saint. Funny enough, ha ha ha. Do you know what I mean? So there's that. But wish me luck. <laughs> well, good luck. <sighs> okay, so topic I just picked out. Okay. Funny, we're on the topic of sex and sexual favors and whatnot. <laughs> but um, yeah, Chris Brown's Chris Brown's getting called out for charging a thousand dollars. Mm. For a hug, yeah, a hug picture, meet and greet. Meet and greet. Mm. So why why is he being called out for it when this is the industry? Um, I'm I'm sure there's bigger artists that are charging twenty k, thirty k, forty k for meet totally, and greets. Totally. Um, I'm trying to work it out still, but for some reason I get it. For some reason, why he's being called out, and I all right. So I'm just gonna go with it. Um, so in his meet and greets, he's hugging fans. Mm-hmm. There's even a female fan who has jumped up on him around his waist and he's like grabbed, got her ass like, and he's dead like smiling at the picture. Yeah. Cause the meet and greet, they got three minutes, I want to say. Yeah. Three minutes. So, um, yeah, artists do charge a lot, but I want to think that if you've got to be big though, usually Britney or Michael, or, do you know what I mean? Like big, yeah. I guess now it'd be like Meg Stallion or Doja Cat or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, to charge a grand for a picture and like um, exclusive VIP wristband or whatever merch and stuff um, they don't usually you're not usually allowed to touch the artist usually because we're insured there's public liability insurance we've got average performance and stuff Yeah, have to even get on the stage don't matter if it's in a pub um, so there's things that you're not meant to do and he's so everyone's a bit criticising him because it's like, this looks like if I ran into you on the street, you'd give me a hug. Mm-hmm. This looks like if he met that girl in the street, she'd probably jump up on him and he'd do that and it'd be fine, like, it'd be cool. But he's doing it like, it just seems a bit like, if you're, if you're common, if you're going to be that common, be that fucking common. Otherwise, stay back, stand back, do that one where they're like, that no, because he or whatever he took, you know, then Britney, the baby was taking piss <laughs> on the baby because she's like with this with this smile, like uncomfortable, yeah. like two feet away from the person because yeah. her team wouldn't let her touch no one, and that's what you expect. <laughs> that's what you expect. If I go and see someone big, I shouldn't, I, I shouldn't be able to touch it like that. You know what? Devil's advocate on this one. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm with him. I'm absolutely with Are him. You? you, you, you even go and charge two grand. Cause, cause of the hug, yeah. You pick them up. You pick them up off the. You make yeah. sure that they sign. They sign the contracts, the paperwork, and everything. Yeah. And you get paid your two grand. Yeah. Because I don't see or understand a difference between Chris Brown doing this. Yeah. And the OnlyFans movement and culture, and the the selling of sex. Yeah. I know. I know. Lil Pump. Lil Pump had one. Okay. Yeah. Lil, Lil Pump. Pump had one. 
Um, but Trey, no, 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 Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. I've heard he has one. Is he actually having He's, sex on? Because they though? take the piss out of him. Must be. Nah. Or he, dick pics or whatever. Nah, I don't think so. Um, I think he has one. People follow it. Yeah. And he just posts um, things that I guess right. wouldn't go on YouTube. And Probably. They won't go viral because yeah, yeah, yeah. copyright. I mean, we could be wrong. They could be doing it all. We don't. I don't know. Mm. Um, I don't think so because you know what? It'd be everywhere, wouldn't it? Yeah. But would it? Yeah. Hundred percent. They take it off because he's a big artist. Hundred percent. Remove it. You know, um, I'm not going to expose the that industry and that part of 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 the the internet because yeah, I live there. Right, I'm a right, proper right. wanker. Right. When it comes to research, you're on it. So I am hot shit on it. If something Rapid. has been recorded somewhere, yeah, and it is on a device, yeah. Social media isn't the only exposure to to videos out there. Right. There's, let me just say, social. There's media. another realm. There's there's a there's a whole another realm where right. it isn't on the stream, the live feed. It's oh, okay. In it's in the chats. It's there's there's time machines. You can literally go. You could whatever if something's been posted if it on existed. the internet. If it existed, it's there. Right, it can be found. Um, worn into the wires. People. Yeah, so it will never go away. And then there's there's those people out there that have their own private archives. Anything that they come up across, like um, shit. What was her name? What was their favorite person? Celebrity. Celebrity persons, people. Right, 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 right. There's, there's someone. Fuck. What was her name? What was her name? Back shots from the back, screaming la la la, from from Birmingham. Remember the the she was a rapper. She was a female rapper. Oh, well, I think I know who you talk about, but her name is. It's not Lady oh. Leisure. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. Something. Fuck. Did Zizi Mills interview her once? Did Zizi Mills know that? Yeah, I think she did an interview with Yeah, her. that's what I'm thinking. And she was like, oh, so she why was coming are you so back. explicit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 after years of not really doing after much. After almost 12 years. Right, right, right. She, she did porn in between. I know that she Oh, did she didn't porn. say that in the interview? Because I never heard that. No, no, no. I know she, I know she did porn in... Um, she did Got an, episode of, an episode of Splat Bukaki from the West Midlands. What? I need to find her name. No, She did a Bukaki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She... No, 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 no. Have you got your phone? Is it yeah. close? Yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> what do you want on Instagram? Um, no, Google. 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 I'm going to search for the lyric. OG Nick. OG, OG Nicky. Nicky. OG Nick, yeah. OG come on. Nicky. Come on. Fucking come on. Yes. So. Um, stupid slow phone. Sorry, guys. OG Nicky. Yeah. Her her videos nice okay we've got the name okay. now you got the name OG Nikki right OG Nikki yeah. had possibly four to five wow. different sex clips that was circulating around were they well done or not nah it was it was grimy it was people it, like it that way it? it was it it the was the hood you know, bags. you know you know the ghetto tags yeah if yeah you yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghetto, the, the, yeah like alleyway or in some alleyway yeah. or something yeah. And to this day, that's accessible. Wow. Private archives, somewhere in some <gasps> back forum somewhere. I've learned, yeah. You know, when we were younger and I'm talking, we were like, <coughs> we were like 14, 15. Yeah. And there would be like leaks, even back then, but leaks, yeah. Vanessa Hodges, like Disney yeah. Channel, Adrian Bailon, 
yeah. W and shit. Mm-hmm. They were, and it was a big deal to us back then because they were like Disney. So if you do something and you're signed to Disney, that means you've ruined your career. They're firing you, you're fucked. And that happens, happened. Um, I've learned, they were our age. So it's technically child porn. Yeah. Like I was like, There's no no technicalities. I thought they were always assumed, obviously everyone on TV or movies are older than us because they play younger a lot of the times. Vanessa Hudges was 15 when that came out. Yeah. Of her. Do you think Zac Efron did it? Leaked it? I think so. Allegedly. I think so. Allegedly. Because she said but something like he don't talk to her now. Like he's like, in some weird way, like he just, you would think they might would talk because like everyone else does, yeah. but they, she's like, no, you don't really talk. I think, you know you know what? Yeah. And I'm like, mm, is that because he did a revenge porn you love? Even if it wasn't Zac Efron, mm. it was someone on his team. It, yeah. it was his parents, it was his manager, it like, was... The label, he, he did a Justin Timberlake. Yeah. She's the whore. Yeah. Not me. Don't look at me. Don't, my career ain't fucked. It's her. She's mm-hmm. the one with her tits out and all this, like sending nudes to whatever. Yeah. You know, because I'm sure if he had any nudes, the, it'd be on Daily Mail. And I've never seen anything like male with men. And yeah, no, it does. Because recently, um, that guy did that play, uh, Jesse Williams. Yeah. He did a play in New York and he's fully naked in the play. Really? It's like a gay storyline I think as well and people were filming you're not allowed to film but who's listening like to that so they filmed Jesse Williams on stage with like running around the stage flopping about do you know what I mean <laughs> and then he it was a big deal when people are getting sued and it's like a whole thing and like this whole big mm-hmm. thing but he's a big big actor going yeah. on stage in New York with his like full naked he's not the only one mm-hmm. but he's the biggest name you can't complain you can't do none of that like yeah all you can do you put it out there all you can do is anyone that there is evidence and they're found to mm. be sharing it mm. or in possession of it yeah. you can prosecute them yeah and that's that's all there is but once yeah. it's out there there's people that they're not sharing it at all they're archiving right and that archive is connected is disconnected from the internet mm. it's private personal archive hard drive yeah man <laughs> research matters <laughs> it does yeah right okay next topic is Sesame Street theme park and this is about racism yeah you showed you showed me you showed yeah. me some clips this morning you've got to kind of see it to understand yeah and, and know, it's very slight isn't it yeah but not it's blatant but slight it's it's obvious it's slight to the ignorant right so I, I myself weren't too surprised. I wasn't yeah. taken aback like <gasps> Yeah. Like there wasn't offence because You can't be doing that, like that's so blatant. I'm not I'm not shocked. As as part B- of Big Bird, really? You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm part of the population that you you're n- no, let me not say it like that way, that's a bit offensive. Um it's obvious mm. it's obvious in appearance yeah. that I am Black, 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 black. black. <laughs> I'm a black man. Yes, black. So, <clears throat> I I registered from a very young age. Yeah. How microaggressions pick them up? Yeah. You're like, yeah. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, I know I ain't crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kind of like, okay, it is nice and well and good that you brought the kids to the theme park and you did this and that. Yeah. But you would 
again, this is probably my own prejudice. Yeah, yeah. But you and your children would be much better off enjoying your own company and being excited about mm. being together at, at these places mm-hmm. than fanatically looking to the theme park mascots to give oh, you that sure. experience. Because your experience there yeah. is based mostly on the mm. fact that you could pay for the ticket to go in. Yeah, It isn't based in you are target audience. Mm. You, we're, we're surplus. Mm-hmm. So when when minorities go to places that appeal to the general public, <laughs> which is which is usually the majority of public of the yeah. public, not minorities and all of the public. Right. Um. In those instances, mm. it's best to be like, okay, I look. And I can see them in the parade and they're yeah. waving generally. And I yeah, because what happened? Why, I, we haven't said have we what has happened. If oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So, so videos, videos have, have yeah. surfaced. Of I think even Sesame Street had a theme park. Or like, yeah, blown my brain. I didn't even. <laughs> and that must be that must be another. That's hat- it. Must be like their Legoland. Yeah, little hat tilt. To I've Disney never been again. to Legoland. Either. I haven't. No. I haven't been Lego there, no. No, no, no. And I don't know. I know that I've been to Chesterton, but I don't think I... Oh my I God, think I've been to Fort Park. No, yeah, I've been to Chesterton, Fort Park, Walton Towers. I'm not sure if I've been to I haven't Fort been to Drayton. No, 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 I ain't been there. That's mid- West Midlands anyway. He's trying mm. to be... But um, yeah, the video was like, uh, one of them was... Pushing kids in it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like pushing them. They're ignoring little them. Little baby toddler, maybe three. And she's waving at the character who's across like, the, the, the way and the characters noticed and from a while like you know when you're about to fight someone you're like uh, uh, with the arms and stuff so it comes all over like this like hum, humpty dumpty and then keeps walking and walking and it walks into the girl looking down on her and keeps walking she falls backwards and over and he's just some big man in a mascot and then the other video we see big birds walking down the street and he's like shaking hands with the white girls and waving at the white girls and then there's two little black girls in in parade line and the mum's calling like yeah 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 and then big birds mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> waving up their hands <laughs> but yeah um waving waving and stuff and then big birds like no shaking his hand at the thing to the to the kid's face like looking at the kid like this and kelly Rowland's like what the fuck again clearly black yeah you know and so very finely tuned on the microaggressions and those weren't microaggressions they were pretty aggressive (laughs) especially the, the knocking the girl over um but I would be pissed if I was the mothers because we're here to make memories. They just watched all the movies at home. I'm bringing them here to wave and say hello or whatever. You ain't got to knock my child down. You definitely ain't got to shake all the white girls' hands and then be like, no to my children. I would fight Big Bird in the street like a dog. Do you know what I mean? In front of all the kids. Because you've got to ruin my child's memory. This ain't Christian. Obviously, I would. I'm, I'm, I have foresight now. I'm saying it. But I'm ruining everyone else's. All these white children are going to be horrified right now when I'm battering <laughs> Big Bird and feathers are flying amok on Sesame Street. Do you know what I mean? They're going to be traumatised because that that will 100% happen. 100%. Thinking, thinking about it, thinking about it now and in the moment and thinking, right, if I put my father hat on, then I I would, instead of recording, standing there recording, I will 
bring myself to exactly where those children are. That bird is greeting my children. You're, you're greeting them. You're mm-hmm. greeting them. You're getting down. I'm taking a picture. You're even right. stopping. Right. And if you are not. Because if he's like this still. If he's still like that, then <laughs> it's, it's no problem. It's a fight. It's, I'm not fighting him. I'm not touching so him. So it's not a fight. You know what? You know, you know what? There yeah. ain't going to be a fight. The, me, when it comes to slight offense and, mm. and, and disrespect, I'm not going to fight a battle over it. Listen. I will fight a war, a fucking a war. war, till the last breath in my body. So it's okay. In fact, corporate office, I'll be in office, yeah, and they'll be offering me financial settlements to, for this mm. not to get out. Because they would have to explain to me how and why this happened five minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And yeah. here's the video. Yeah. In fact, go and call them and summon them here now and have them explain. Absolutely. Because. Absolutely. And they're going to want to shut it, shut it down. <laughs> it's, you, you know what, it's, it's, all right, fine. It's good that these, mm. these things are being exposed. These things are being exposed. Because they've just about. given a shit excuse. Talking about, um, I mean, I'm actually not even going to read it. I can't even bother. Yeah. But it's like, saying that they can't see properly through the outfits and so these little children mm-hmm. are too short mm-hmm. and you know all what? the children are that short so what you, you know what i mean i'll be honest with you it's because of how mm. inappropriately these videos were handled yeah, yeah, these yeah. videos were not handled by uh, a mature adult mm. it was not handled by someone that that, that say that yeah. accepted and identified the offense mm-hmm. and addressed it accordingly right these are basically kids that pull out their phones, mm. record it, and put it to social yeah. media for, for sympathy and pity. Yeah. To be like, oh my God, you're so right. Like, mm-hmm. social justice power, you're so mm. right. You've been so wronged. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what have you physically done right. within that within that moment, that situation, right. to address it? Right. Just pulled out your phone. And I do want to know, I would like to know, because now they've made that shit statement, everyone's a bit like, wow, we thought you'd do better than that. Fire them. They're only fucking mascots. Fire their asses. They'll go work at Disneyland. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fire them. They must dismiss them. Have a racial seminar. Whatever the fuck. Do something. Don't put out some shitty excuse talking like really, really... Um, it feels like a wind-up. Because the Sesame Street videos felt like a wind-up. Almost like they didn't care. Very brazen. So I want to know where in America this park is because I bet it's in the South or some shit. Do you know what I mean? I bet it's in some <laughs> fucking area where we're just going to be rude to, to the black people in every situation. Yeah. And as usual, the black people have to be like, bite their tongue and grit their teeth. But otherwise, they're called ghetto hood rats and yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever else. Yeah. It's why I don't mind fighting someone in the street because I guess what? I'm light-skinned. So what you got to say? And I'm, act, I'm the ghetto one. So <laughs> let's, what are we saying, you know? I mean, me honestly, unless they put hands on you first, don't put hands on them. These, these, that'd be the, fun as well. The, the mouth of the suit, like throwing them around. Like. The most, the most productive way of dealing with this, yeah, is meticulously and and in a very cold, stern cold. manner. Do not allow the the emotional offense and emotional hurt mm-hmm. to cloud your judgment and right. you just physically lash out yeah yeah now you've got to harness that hurt and that hate and you have to push for right yeah for sure for sure um uh, what i reckon before this has happened and you just get your feelings hurt and go home and the kids are sad like Mm -hmm. it's not filmed it's not shown it's whatever it happens all the time yeah so fucking common do you know what i mean that's how you know whoever was winning probably weren't the mothers and all that because again happens so normal you know what i mean if you're black so (laughs) 
daily life. Mm-hmm. What are you posting on social media for unless it was like it's not normal to you, you know? And yeah. I, I don't know. I just think it's, it's quite disgusting. But you know, fuck them. So, um, so social media, social media has, social media has at least allowed, yeah, um, the world to get a little more of an insight. Yeah, because generally speaking, general public are ignorant. And and but, not believed and yeah, it's your word against theirs type thing. Yeah, and they don't, they don't see their own bias either, because no. each and every one of us has a bias. And listen, some good, you know, the pay. good whites. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I've Imagine. even met some who are good, but they don't even get. They don't actually know how bad it still is because they don't act like like that. Do you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. Or people don't act like that in front of them because they already know they're a bit like righteous or whatever, yeah. and treat people fairly. Where you know what I mean? To the point where they'll be like, "Is it like?" can people play the race card for instance can you pull the black card or is that a thing do people do that and it's like well no because no matter what in one small partial racism or whether it's massive it's still the same thing and power balance power struggle it's not even there is no card to play because no matter what you're disenfranchised just by being black in the society so there's no card to play but even like the good whites would be naive yeah you're right in the sense of like oh you know, do, do do we still act like that? Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. they don't want to believe that their own people are like that or their mothers or fathers or sisters or whatever. And they probably have overlooked things. And <laughs> I'm mixed race. I've been Complete. around so many situations when they don't know I'm black, period. They don't even know anything why I am. And they have said terrible, disgusting things. Something when I was younger, it would either be like, I'd be shocked and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm not reacting, am I? Because I'm like, uh and I have to think, I'm like, what? And there's other times where I'm just constantly like anger because <laughs> yeah. it's so disrespectful and it's so like, wow, and ignorant, you know? But yeah, I get to hear the secret racism is why I'm in the past. It depends if I've been in the sun or not, but um, yeah. <laughs> the hair's straight or not. Like, it depends on how I look that day. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a primary school teacher has been fired for on for providing online sex services yeah i don't know what the sex services include but um it didn't mention i don't think um guy 33 i think he is uh he's a primary school teacher and that's his main job but when he goes home he's getting his kit off okay sex services i don't know what that includes so i'm thinking maybe it's a webcam thing maybe services like what does that mean someone's got to pay Uh, for something specific sex services would involve You're sucking people off. I don't know. Maybe it would at least involve things to do with, you know, with sex. It might right. be hand jobs. It might be uh, tantric massage. Video, uh, yeah, it might video be calls or something. Yeah, it might be a massage. Mm. He ends. He finishes off fingering them. Happy end. Sleeping with them. You know, could be could be anything. 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 Domination. But this happened to women in it. Like bad yeah. times. Um, I don't agree with it. Must have been listed on back pages or Craigslist or something. Yeah, someone's writing him out. Yeah, someone somehow it's just like synchronicities happened and have come past it because they're perps and they have. Oh wait, he I teaches my kid at school. I reckon one of the mothers at school was involved with him and um, probably got caught out. Um, someone's wife, you know. For sure, for sure. Because if you're a primary school teacher, it's the last thing anyone's going to think you're doing. So for someone this to get out 
I need to be fired or whatever. Yeah. What they do in a personal time is their own business. So I do understand you're around children. So anything that is considered immoral yeah. is pushed away from children should be. Um, including the shit, shit scandalous being a being a you know a sex worker it's not exactly the environment or the care you don't want someone you know ideally because you just don't know who they are like mm. as a person they've got to put up with a lot and you don't know what their uh, limits are boundaries are yeah so it's not the best but it isn't is it you his children can't see that it's only fans children cannot get these four-year-old children he's teaching cannot see so it's got no connection like they'll never know so it doesn't harm the children so it's i don't get it that way but i think from in within the duties and responsibilities of of an educator you need you do need to maintain a good privacy balance right and with some things Especially like this with with trading uh, sex services, right? You don't occupy that kind of career, yeah, and do something of that nature, yeah. It goes against your reputation. Like, is teacher wages that low? Yeah, then pay them more. <laughs> then they won't be hawking mm. the dick online. The mm. kids will be alright, you know. Truth, truth is though. But in America, um, isn't that technically they've got to have an LLC? Am I wrong? To be on OnlyFans and stuff, they've got to like, is tax IRS will come for you if you're not uh, declaring it? So you've got to be like a business owner, technically. And why can't you be a legal US corporate? Like, why can't you be incorporated? It's, it is a professional business. He is making money. And he does have to declare it. And I'm sure he has been. So yeah, yeah, but he's teaching, he's that he's way. teaching children. This is the thing, like, they're supposed to handle him in a professional manner, maybe see things professionally, but this is completely based on, since it doesn't affect the children, um, fear. Thing thing is, though, it affects the parents' fear. Would you, you wouldn't put, you wouldn't put I wouldn't mind if if I was picking my kid up from school and Mrs. Lee... I knew gets her tits out on OnlyFans on the weekends. Like, I wouldn't mind. And um, I probably wouldn't perv on her because I'm a bit close for comfort. But it'd be a one, like, I mean, online, like, go on OnlyFans, I wouldn't most likely do that because it's weird. But if that's her job and that's what she does, then I'm like, On the flip side, female teachers have also been fired Because they're doing these things off camera anyway. Well, what you do off camera and what isn't accessible to the public and to society in your career, that's no foul. Because the teacher across the way could be sucking off the head teacher on their breaks. Exactly. But the moment... (laughs) The moment that you put it out there loud and proud, they don't go yeah. together. It's oil and fire. Sure. It's um, it's like because they used to fire gay teachers, no? Lesbian teachers, gay I teachers think, back so. in the day when it was. I think so. Was, so it was. It was really don't ask, don't tell. Because honestly, in the nineties, we grew up in a bigoted society completely. Mm-hmm. And society ain't changed much. Like all, you know, you know, one of the only things that has really mainly changed in society mm. is the bar. Pa- is no. The bar ain't changed. All of this was no, going we on. We don't have a bar. Humans don't it was, really. It was pandering. Bar. It's pandering. It's yeah. literally that how society thinks silently within their conscience. They want to be able to be loud and proud about this. It's, it's per- not, it doesn't match. I think the, the people like want to be able to do 
um, as much as like all the things you would do in private, they don't want to be ashamed by it no more. They kind of want to be having an excuse to be like, no, except this, this is what I'm doing. It's like someone saying to their parents, I want to get my tits out. I want to do an OnlyFans. I'm 18 now. And the parents going, yeah, but that's not a good example to your brother's sisters or for instance, that's not good for your job okay but at the same time people are now wanting to like worship the devil in that open they want to have um like set only fans be like on social media market on social media they want to be able to again um whatever like be who they want to be you wanting to have um gratuitous sex in open channels or um i don't know just something a bit more sinister Eth- ethically speaking Sex trade, sex services don't go hand in hand with being an educator. They they don't go. Maybe in in but that's what I mean. It's alright. It's alright if you're a secret slag and a teacher. Yeah, but if you're if you're a public slag and a teacher, you're getting fired. On, online, <laughs> online is the same as public now. Yeah, yeah. because you can get fired for expressing a personal opinion about your workplace. Yeah, on Facebook and your employer can fire you for that. For, yeah. So whatever you put on the internet, mm. just make sure you know <laughs> it's out there. It's yeah. out there. There's some there's someone's picked it up. Okay. So this is weird. So pensioner killed his wife, um, technically. No, he killed her. Um but it was a suicide pact because she was terminal, apparently. She was dying. She obviously wanted to die quickly. I do have a lot of sympathy for people in that situation. And I do believe in euthanasia if for terminal cases and extremely old people who just cannot do it no more. Do believe in that. Um, but he agreed to also kill himself. So he said, I'm coming to heaven with you. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. <laughs> Okay. You know, why else would you? Oh, like you can't live without them. You want them to be out of pain, and he agreed that you know we're gonna do this together. So what he did is he killed her. Yeah. And then the police apparently this is how it's been said. This happened yesterday, so it's developing. The police found him in his own in blood. I don't know. They didn't say what capacity he was in, unconscious, on like whatever. His own blood, her blood. Don't know. Yeah. But he's getting off of it. Why? And he's a white, they're white, and he's a white man. And um, it's funny how this has just happened. And it's already been said that um, it's being agreed by police. This was an act of love. Well, over there at Sesame Sesame Street, they're they're, they're kicking and pushing kids (laughs) over. So, (laughs) (laughs) fucking like, take this. and this is in the UK. <coughs> okay, I'm. I'm not surprised. He he. Did you do you think he went out? Because killing yourself is not an easy task. I mean, you're programmed not to. So um, he, he might have just been sick and tired of looking after her oh, and God. going through all of that and thought, you know what? Oh no. If you, if you're if you're putting it out there, I'm but not that weren't the it. agreement before she died. He's lied. Or yeah. He's either lied to a dying woman, his wife at that. Killed her knowing he weren't going to kill himself, which is murder. Um, doesn't matter how you put it, mm-hmm. or he's wussed out of his own. And I don't want to say wuss, he's scared, he wasn't able to complete or do something. Um, 
and the police have gotten there, maybe he's called for help. He he could have he could have panicked. He could have staged all of this. Right. Right. For the fact that it happened, even if all right, the minimum sentence is twenty five. Even if he's in his seventies, let him go and do three three or five years. Right. Either you go and die in prison, or you live out your sentence and you come back out. Mm. But you, what you can't you can't do that. And then what it's just him saying, yeah, I killed her. But so we can just be go. We can just go around killing people if they ask us to now. Yeah. What's what's all this? Someone asked me to. It's well, an act of love. What Prove it. Like disprove I love them and that it was an mm. act of love, bitch. Because this is a case now, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. This is like happened, and so they have to treat it the same, no? Of course. Otherwise, there's a, just a miscarry of the, the just everything. The way that this that would be a major hole in the legal system. That is that's legitimizing murder with no evidence proof. There's no. This just happened. Mm. I'm I'm even concerned. I need to go and check. Mark, I don't think Mark Duggan's killer was, was ever arrested, was ever... I mean, I don't think they, they went to prison. race guy who got shot? Yeah. Yeah. And this old man gets to murder his wife and then just give his own account. Did, did the wife leave a recorded message to confirm all this? Was there a note? What? It says, Graham Mansfields, mm. 73, wife Diane, 71, asked him to take her life once cancer got too bad. The couple who had been married for over 40 years had also agreed that Graham would take his own life once he had killed Diane. However, Graham was found by police lying in in blood. And they were like, police are determining that it's an act of love. So far. You can't, you don't get that. Since, since when, when, when has this an act of happened, love? While we're talking, I'm going to look up on it and just see if there's any changes. Because again, this is like mad. And this is something that I would think would happen in America, I'm just saying. Yeah? yeah? Yeah, man. That sounds like one of those Florida man headline stories. Right? I'm I'm very much displeased by by that topic. I no. No, no, no. He's 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 gotta to go to jail. And because obviously it's Caucasian and stuff, um they have a I don't know, uh I see you, you see me type of situation. <laughs> Um, he is cleared of murder already. <laughs> I can't cope. Oh, wow. So he's already back up. I'm done. This was in Greater Manchester. Um, he told Manchester Court he had agreed to end her life before taking his own, but it had all gone wrong. He's been denied of murder and manslaughter. I would have thought he would at least get that. He pleaded not guilty. Undertaken through duress of circumstances. They're trying to say that she manipulated him. Yeah. Basically. Um, yeah, they're saying it's an unusual case. Um, they would have sentenced him to like a couple years. Yeah. Uh, prison or whatever. And, um, yeah. That's fucked up, man. Send him to jail. The fuck you playing? Her body was slumped in a chair at the bottom of the garden. So he did this outside, the neighbours saw and called police. She bled heavily. He stabbed her. From a six inch gaping incised wound, he stabbed her. In the windpipe. He slit her throat. Her windpipe had been severed. Three knives and a lump hammer were found near her body. 
Um, uh, he was <laughs> he was arrested at the scene on suspicions of mur- suspicion of murder, and later underwent surgery for wounds to his neck and both wrists. So I'm guessing he did try and kill himself. Okay. And it went wrong. Um. <laughs> he's fuck. What the he's, fuck? He's got to go to hospital. He he. You don't need jail, but he needs to go to hospital. Wow. Yeah. Let's move on because I could. Yeah. Pull this apart. He's, he needs. He needs support. Um. Yeah. That's that's crazy, man. Um. That's nuts. Um. Yeah, man. That bitch, pretty Patel, drug uh, reformation yeah. act. Um, we did we did touch on this last year, yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. the the reformation act. I can't believe she's bringing it up again. Like, but it's in motion. It's it's gonna it's gonna be passed. It's ridiculous. Like, okay, what? So if someone gets arrested with us, I'm guessing this is what it'd be. If they get arrested with a very small amount, whatever, what would usually be done will still be done. But now they're gonna take your passport away, or your driving license permanently. They're gonna take away uh, privilege. Yeah. They're human gonna rights. take that away. A human right. What would be argued as human rights? They see it as privilege. This is all going to be a part of. I'm guessing this new pr- British human rights change, mm-hmm. um, which again, how unless we live in a dictatorship, I don't know how you can remove my rights without my consent as a sovereign human being, and I have no say in it. Don't understand that. This is Britain. Don't, don't honestly have no idea what's going on and this whole prime minister situation like mad so i'd yeah it's one of these things that i i see this happening because of the way covid was handled because the way everything's like gone on but yeah. everybody smokes weed these days everyone mps included uh, CEOs included, recording artists included, your average person working in fucking Tesco's included. So what we're going to be a nation of like driver driverless nation. We're going to be a nation of like strandies where we can't go nowhere. Is that what they're trying to do? They're trying to China yeah. us up right now. Yeah, if you smoke if you smoke weed or you take any drugs recreationally, yeah, you're. You're going to be limited and, and you know, and it, it just even that, even them come to the conclusion, conclusion that's what's sinister. This is quite funny because it seems like one of those things that you say, Oh, yeah, well, no one can prove it anyway. Who's gonna la la la? All right, yeah, maybe if I get arrested, yeah, no, clearly there's going to be other ways that they come to this conclusion. There's going to be other things they take into consideration. They're going to be infringements of privacy, and there's going to be infringements of human rights here. So and that's think- what's sinister to me. I think as well it's based on repeat arrests for drugs and drugs mm-hmm. related things. I think mm. by the sounds of it, it's criminalizing possession. So it's in a way it's saying if you get caught three, four times. But what I read is she's saying it's because she is disgusted mm-hmm. with, these are her words, disgusted with the um, culture of drug use in Britain, the culture of it. She said it's oh, hor- horrific. She says she can't believe how bad it is, how bad it's been. Bitch, this is the UK. Do you want to go take, do we want to go to the 70s? Should we roll it back to what was going on here <laughs> in the 70s, in the 60s, in the 80s, yeah. in the 90s? And do you understand that the UK is as a, one of the reasons there is a drug culture on this planet to begin with? Like, yeah. do, is she thick or something? 
Yes. Like I'm really just like, wow. It yeah, it doesn't matter, it shows you go to school all you fucking want to. It doesn't guarantee you're coming out smart. Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget this is this is still the the same woman that tried to deport people that are today founding fathers of, of she herself this would country. not be in this country if it was not for an immigrant. So she's not white woman, she's Indian. Yeah. You're Indian woman. This country used to own your people. Own them. Yeah. Like what like uh, <laughs> this is the the coonery and they're not black, so I guess we can't call it that. But this is like you're doing coloured people out of like what are you doing? Same with that Rishi Sunak. It's like, what is with this selling other <laughs> other people down the river? Like, we don't, we're not all like you. You don't get to fucking sell all the other brown people and non-white people down the river with you. Like, what what was that woman's name that um, said um, Rishi Sunak's doing black magic? <laughs> He's doing oh, judge to become the better. Yeah, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna shout you out, love, because you're 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 right on it. <laughs> yeah. So apparently, Rishi Sunak, who I believe is the is he the chancellor? What is he? He was the Chancellor of, che- of Exchequer. Of the Exchequer. And he resigned uh, yeah. just before Boris started resigning. So, you know, when right. there was... COVID and stuff. No, not COVID. Just last week. He oh, resigned, right, right. like, half of half Oh, yeah, of he Boris resigned first, cabinet. didn't he? Because it's like, oh, Boris, you just can't take you in anymore. Yeah. Doing all of that as if he's any better. Um, but the somebody in the government um, we're just pulling up the name now has accused him of using dark tactics including black magic um, to secure (laughs) to secure his place in government I guess to be the new prime minister Um, conservative party they're all competing I guess within the party to become it the culture secretary Nadine Dorius has accused the former chancellor of dirty tricks and black magic accusations um, attached to dark arts and occult. Um, yeah, his doctor is working, working um, hard. Dorries adds that Sir Gary Williamson, the former education se- secretary, was spearheading the operation on Sunak's behalf. Also, so she's this is like one of them calling another one out. Yeah, and she's saying black magic. Like, what the fuck? You know, you don't say them things unless you mean it. <laughs> you know, and we do know there are those things. Yeah. Aspect to they, culture and society. It. She means it. Yeah, she's saying out. There's a war going on in these streets. Yeah, a spiritual war, not just yeah. a financial and governmental one. But oh, yeah, I believe her too. Pretty Patel is is just wasted aggression, and. Yeah. Mr. Sunak is is too busy funding the medicine. Send them man. two back home exclusively. <laughs> Send them two, like in quotations, back home. Do you know what I mean? Like to to where their ancestors came from because they're right. both British. Do you know what I mean? Like send them to their ancestral homelands because fuck them at this point. Just them. The rest of us non whatever. <laughs> yeah, English can stay. We're all right. We're all right. But the last topic is the reset recession. Ah uh, yes. So. Our dear friends in the, in the, uh, what was it? What is it called? The city? The city? The square mile? The city of London. The city of London. In the square mile over there. Yeah. And around the world it's on Wall Street. It's a city within the city, if you're American. The Americans don't know this. So, city of London, guys, is a completely separate entity from London. Yeah. And England. It's technically like its own thing. So, it's a city state like the Vatican. The Vatican, yeah. 
Yes. And the queen, the queen owns it. She does. The Gwen, my Gwen. The queen. You got um, cross Black. the bridge basically, one side or the other, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Round in it. Yeah. So. Now, there's grumblings. There's grumblings out there that the the signs yeah. of another recession are, are, are basically just kicking in. Yeah, none of us can afford to do anything right now. We can't. And that is a result of ooh, increased living costs, yeah. living expenses and everything. And it's That's it's true. horrible. It is. It's not nice. Yeah. But. Uh, I don't know. It's like. Life's a struggle. Always <laughs> 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 well, is. Okay. It's harder yeah. now. All right. Yeah. Like what are we meant to do about it? Literally nothing. And the people, as we were just talking about, they're all clowns. Yeah. They are. Them. They are. We can't can't trust them. They're up no. there. They're up there. They're doing what they're doing, and they're yeah. You know, they're not going to let it go. Mm-mm. At least not easily. But I'd say just get a globe, guys. Spin it, and then pick a place to immigrate to. Because we're gonna. I mean, I would say British people need to rethink mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. staying here. And yeah. I know a lot of people around the world do want to come here, and and would fight and kill as I was reminded by one of my parents when I was younger in London. The whole world wants to be here. They want to live here. They want to work here. This is it. Yeah. So be like, be aware of that and be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. As hard as it is, but I'm now into the full of we need to rethink as British people, especially young British people, and let those other people from around the world come here and take our place because we're going to fuck off somewhere else. Period. Because it's not it's nothing's true. left for us. It's true. And we're pushing, you know. Can't we can't say middle age for another like two uh, two decades, but um, <laughs> you know, if we're this age and we've not had or benefited from anything thus far, so we uh, there's nothing to look forward to. Yeah, there isn't. I agree with you. I agree with you completely on this one. Um, well, yes, I hope but we're gonna get through it anyway, guys. You know, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna get through it anyway till the last breath. Till the last breath must be for done sure. for sure we're gonna go to ads now i think yes yes we are all right guys stick around and we'll be right back here at vexed uncensored we strive to be our best selves whatever that means for us so we couldn't be happier to partner up with medical tourism company pure ada They provide a variety of healthcare services from everything including eye care, gastric band surgery, stem cell therapy, hair transplants and a wide range of specialist treatments, all taken care of in the best clinics and hospitals Turkey has to offer. They have many insurance options to find the best fit for you and to find out more either contact us on social media or head over to pureadar.co. Welcome to Vexed Uncensored with me, Saint. And me, Mo Vader. We are now in a second portion. We've done a long, long old episode today. It's been one of them chatty, chatty, chatty cafe days. <laughs> but um, yes, Vex segment. This is where we air out anything that's bothering us, big or small. We get it out there. So I am going to... No, you go first, actually, if you want. No problem. For me this week, it's, it's just a very, very minor vexation. Right. And it's with the weather. <sighs> two more days. Two more days of that blasting heat would have been wonderful. But yeah, yeah. hopefully we get some more in August. 
it's got to have some breathing room. Um, it's England, I guess. But definitely, it's going to be hot till beginning of September, I think. Yeah, I hope so. It'll be nice. It'll be nice. Definitely, definitely. Um, my Vex segment, going to be a quick one. It's about the music industry. Um, yeah, so I, I've been doing music and stuff for, I don't know, been a part of music my whole life, but an artist since I was like 17. I wasn't signed to a major label or anything at that age. I wasn't even being submitted for labels. I've only been, I've only been submitted for labels once. And that was about seven, eight years ago. Already had situations that was, I guess you can say it was successful. Ryan Leslie, but this is back in 2014, 15. 15, 16, somewhere around there. Anyway, so he has a label called Disruptive Media. And it was a new thing. It still hasn't doesn't exist, and I'll get into that. And this is what I'm going to be talking about. So it was a platform in which every artist had a phone number. This is how I contacted him. Yeah. So I did the one thing. I'd never, ever put myself out for anyone like that. But I saw an interview with him on Hot 97, so I reached out because he provided a phone number. So I did. I spoke to him directly. Then I was passed on to the disruptive his company or whatever. And I was supposed to release a body of work on there. And the only people that had released body of works on there was Kanye West. Yeah. 50 Cent. Okay. Like a few people. So the point was you put the put your work on this platform nowhere else. No iTunes, no Spotify, nothing. Just that you get a phone number, and what it is is these fans or anyone who listens to music supports you. Everything's done through this phone number, so they can call you, text you, whatever. On the label side, yeah, um, it's all open, so you can be basically every man is managed and sold, and everything. It's like an ecosystem. Yeah, and it was big royalties. It was a bit. It was fair. It was good. It was whatever. It happened with Ryan Leslie. He had a lawsuit. It was public. His laptop was stolen and it was held ransom for a million dollars and he paid a million. It was this whole thing or whatever. Yeah. It didn't launch. Um, I think I was in limbo for like two years. Um, I've had other situations anyway. So the thing about this industry is that from the outside in, it seems quite relatively easy like to get into music. If you want to do music, it doesn't take much stuff to be talented. You just have to do none of that. Just book studio time, it's fine. Put a microphone on your computer, it's fine. And it's quite easy to get into, and usually people who get into it want to just express themselves and be artists. That's not everyone. Some people want to be famous. Of course. So the industry is built for people who want to be famous. Yeah. It's not built for artists. It's built to take art from artists Mm-hmm. monetize it sell it distribute it cut it up slice it like rinse it milk it get blood out of a stone mm-hmm. and what usually comes with that is you you are the product you are it yeah. it is all held under masters yeah. the word master is quite interesting right so you've got like a computer even even components and computers are master and slave components like that's what they are if you looked inside, that's what they are. That's what the label does and known as. Um, and everything's held under masters. So usually when you sign to a label or anywhere, like even to like production deals sometimes, yeah. um, your masters are taken from you and held and therefore the company can manage it, do what they want with your permission, depending on what you signed. Um, and therefore you're in your indentured slave. 
you are an indentured slave. That's it. Like, if I'm signed to a label or signed to a company or whatever, and I want to do anything, release a body of work, a single or song or anything, my voice on a recording that's outside of coming through a distribution company, coming out of the label, signed under contracts, royalties tied up, pushed out, rolled out, promotion, whatever. And it takes all of that for the artist, to, artist fan to hear a song. Yeah. On exclusive platform or wherever they've decided to put it, that's good for business. It takes all of that to just, so it's a middleman. So it's like me being a painter with a paintbrush in my hand and there's an easel and all the paints are there because I've got the talent, it's whatever. And someone comes and stands in between me and the easel. Yeah. And it's like, I'm now directing. Like you're giving these people everything for no reason. There's no reason to give masters to no one. Why is there a reason? Why? Because it's legally obligated. Like um, it's, it's the equivalent factor to power of attorney. Yeah. It's a gatekeeper fee. Right. And... They say the excuses, yeah, like it has to be in their hands for them to manage it. Um, you, they don't want to license nothing out to you. That breaks the whole pattern of how they make money and the whole point of you being signed. Um, I don't like this, never have liked it. Um, not just that, I feel like independent producers, I feel like just producers in general tend to be quite manipulative. I don't know what that's about. Uh, maybe it's just the artist-producer dynamic or the fact that like maybe... They're, they're, I've never experienced before where someone has a talent in a situation that they're very talented in, do well in, can make, like, it's great for you, same as my talents for me. And yet, they feel like they've got to be dirtbags and just slime and, like, just, just rip everything. Do you know what I mean? They're not usually fair. Um, they like to take tracks and throw them around or, like, um, sell people out. Sharks. Sharks. Um, do you know what I mean? Because I get it. They're not using their voice. They're not using a part of their body to <laughs> work or create their art. They're sitting at a computer and doing it. Like, it's different. They ain't got to get on a stage and perform or sing. They ain't got to do none of that shit. They don't have to write nothing. So it's like the same thing. Talent, in a sense, of connected. They get a melody. They make a beat. They're inspired by music. They're getting music from somewhere. Yeah. I'm saying I get it, write a song to a beat. Or I can do telepiano and person and they'll play it for me because I can't play piano. But it's like, why is that have to be the case? And then there's people like for me, I own my masters, they're mine. Mine and the company's tech <laughs> start. Do you know what I mean? And that's a great position. But as an artist independently, everyone lacks independently. Do you know how difficult it is to actually be a successful independent artist? It's almost impossible now. It was easier in the 70s and the 80s. The 90s, it ended. You could not really be an independent artist unless you were a rock artist because they have cult followings. They have cult love. It's easy to fill out a rock venue. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess you don't have to have much sensitivity or like a, a palette for that kind of music. You ain't, There's not really much you can dive into. It's aggressive. It's rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You can fill that out easy. Um, an artist like me, like it'd be different. I have... I appeal to whoever I'm going to appeal to. Um, but it's sickening the fact that even like us discussing business meeting earlier, just a little bit about music stuff that we have planned in the future. And it's like, everything's like bare bones. The way it's set up to get n almost nothing. Mm -hmm. Like nothing with the streaming situation is what I'm talking about. Pinties, like <laughs> the smallest coins. That Shillings. Shillingtons, you know. It's not even sterling. What is this? What is this? 
Now, Ryan Leslie was onto something. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm not going to steal your idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's yours. Nothing but, like, good things to him. But, um, yeah, like, he uh, he was onto something. But do you see how even Ryan Leslie could not mm. accomplish that? Yeah. How can we, like, how, was it convenient that his computer got stolen? No, I'm not going to get into those things because I don't know. But it's funny how someone who is like considered a music mogul or whatever, he couldn't even do that. And it's because it was like an independently powered music ecosystem. It, it was smart. It made sense. It was great for independent artists. There's nothing geared for us right now. You have to just have the money in order to like accomplish a very small thing. And where are you getting that money from? You're trying to make it. You're trying to make money. Even to get in the studio, if you're not, you know, connected or you don't even know how to engineer or nothing you got to pay to even get into a like near a microphone it's a bit nuts um so yeah back in the day it was just like sing on the street or to like in the olden days you just sing to each other or you get on a little stage and everyone just crowds about and chucks money at you or whatever i'll pay you for a gig it was very straightforward and simple yeah. you put music out in vinyls and, and, and records that you can put in a store or like hand sell hand around now it's all locked up in the cloud everything's digital and they have the clincher on it all and I don't know. I'm thinking of different things to do to get around these situations. But stay tuned. But yeah, I'm just saying how disgusting it is, how nasty it is, horrific it is. I'm getting back into things now. I'm going to be doing more and going further than I was willing to before. Funnily enough, even though I know even more how bad it is. Don't, don't, don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. And that's, I think, comes with age and just being a bit more comfortable in like what you do. But fuck the industry <laughs> <laughs> long case in point fuck the industry but we'll be seeing you like